the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about whether or not you are suffering from the iPhone effect. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I want to share something that I read recently, and there were a set of scientists that took a group of people that had never met before into a room, and there was a random iPhone that didn't belong to anybody, but it was set over on the table next to them as they were talking. And they took another group of people who had never met before, and they sat them in another room with just a notebook on the table. And the group with the phone that was just in sight had a dramatically different reaction than those that had the notebook. The ones that had the iPhone reported an incredibly diminished interaction with one another versus the people with just the notebook. And the phone wasn't going off. It wasn't, you know, dinging or anything like that. It wasn't even on, actually. But just the mere presence of the phone ended up diminishing their interaction with each other. And of course, there was a series of questions and, you know, the the study was much deeper than the way that I'm explaining it in terms of what their their conversations were like and, you know, the the richness of the interaction, I guess we could say. And it made me think about how often we might have our phones in our pockets and not realize that even the understanding of that phone simply being there diminishes our interaction with one another. And if we think for a second on how it would feel to take our phone and to put it in a completely different room and to shut it off, right? To know that you can't even see any notifications unless you were to physically turn that telephone on. And you were to go into your kitchen and invite your family in and you guys decided to have a game night and sit around the table. And you completely allowed yourself to forget about that phone for an hour, just a single hour. And you told yourself after that hour, you know, I'm going to stay committed to this game, stay committed to my family. And then when I'm done, I'm going to allow myself to go and turn that phone back on. I can hear the excuses in the back of my head right now. I can't because of work or what if my mom calls or da 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 right? Mm-hmm. Those are the, simply put, they're just excuses, right? We're saying those things to make ourselves feel more comfortable about the reasonings as to why we cannot allow ourselves to disconnect from our phone and to be completely away from it for one hour of our life. And I hear that excuse so often whenever this conversation comes up in our police, fire, military, and families Facebook group. But the funny thing is, is that there's no difference between the people that say that and myself when it comes to all of the what ifs, right? And my rebuttal to that is if my house was on fire, I would imagine that I would either smell the smoke or somebody would be banging on my front door. That would be one of the hardest, worst case scenarios, right? Is imminent danger. You know, it's like you said, I, the first thing as you're, you're speaking on this, I am thinking of all the excuses in my head. Well, I would need my phone because of this. I need my phone because of that. And, but the reality is like, I would be happy to throw the cell phone away and never have it again. And I mean, you, you can't get by nowadays without one, but 
at the same time, that, that peace of mind where you're not always having something there, something like it's, it's pinging at you like, oh, you need to pull it out. You need to look at it. You need to get that, that hit of check my emails. What, what's happening in the world right now? Like what's happening on social media right now? Like it's that kind of, it's that weird feeling that I think all of us we're we're stuck in that zone nowadays. And, and I think it's important to set it aside somewhere, power it off and then just let it chill for a while. Yeah. And this is the thing that I think people are missing. I'm not discussing this in the sense of being frivolous in how you're doing it. For example, Clint is on call today. It would not be reasonable for him to take his phone and place it in the safe on shutoff today. That is a perfect example of what we're not talking about. However, that's also a rarity, right? If you're off work, I understand what could happen. I understand who could reach out to you. However, we are on such a high level of burnout, and I believe that a great deal of that is attributed to our unhealthy relationship with our technological devices. And the level of excuse, I can say with certainty, exists only as excuses because there have been times in your life, in our lives, as you listen to this, where we have been unable to access our cell phones, even if they've been in our pocket. An example of this for me is Clint and I go deep sea fishing often. I don't know if you've ever been out in the middle of the ocean, but your phone will start to roam. And if it roams too long, then it will shut off and die completely and you won't have any battery left in your phone. I don't know if you've ever been driving through the mountains. Coming to our house, there is a a great deal of chance that you will lose your cell phone service at some time heading to where we live. There are many times like that where it happens inadvertently and then we're like, oh man, I just don't have cell phone service right now. But we're not like, oh my God, I can't take my phone and put it away in another room while I play for an hour at a game night with my family. So that's a perfect way to say that these are just excuses. And we might feel comfortable when it happens in one essence, but why aren't we comfortable when it happens in the other? And that's, I think that's a big question. I think we're so attached to it because because our lives revolve around technology so much nowadays is we we feel obligated to respond immediately or to check my email or whatever else it may be and what's going to happen if you don't like is the world going to stop rotating and stop revolving around the sun and our people going to fall off the face of this earth if you don't respond to them. And then if you're waiting for a specific message and they're not responding, like send a message, hey, if you text me right now, my phone's going to be off for the next hour or two. And 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 then you can continue on with your life. Yeah. And we're getting ready to go on a cruise. And I, I want to make it clear the difference between understanding the wise way to use this technique versus the unwise way. When I know that we're going to be gone for eight or nine days, I know that I will have work responsibilities that will require my capability to connect to the internet. And being as that's so, there are days where we will be at sea and then a hotspot won't work and, you know, we'll have to pay some $30 a day to connect to the internet. And 
that's different. And it's also something that I'm being cognizant about when it comes to when I will have time on my phone, right? I'm not planning on going on a cruise and then hanging out on my phone the whole time, but setting blocks of time aside to make sure that I'm getting my work responsibilities done, which is the same thing that we should all do, and then being done with it once that block is over. I can't imagine somebody who works at a fast food restaurant and then clocks out from their shift going home and then having that same sense of obligation when it comes to their workplace that most most higher level professions do. And it's crazy to me how we don't view it in that same way for ourselves. But what if there was a hamburger emergency? <laughs> like, and and that that is the biggest thing is, like you said, is everyone has to develop their own kind of pattern of existence with their devices and, and knowing, okay, well, I'm a CEO of a big company or I'm a CEO of a company. I have to be responsive. Well, you can also format that to say, okay, I will be responsive between this this time and that time. And if it's beyond that, you're not going to hear from me. Like the, the company's not going to burn down in one day because you take an hour or two to spend time with yourself or with your family. Yeah, and we, we have to be respectful of ourselves to the extent that we create that type of schedule when it comes to technology and people having the opportunity to seek us out. I could tell you that anybody that texts me or calls me on a regular basis or messages me on Facebook or hangs out in our Facebook group, they know that if they message me past 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm not going to reply to them. And the reason why is because I'm done. I'm completely done for the day. It's a different beast when you run your own operation. And it took me a long time to realize that I too needed to develop working hours, just like a brick and mortar store would have working hours. And we all need to be able to adapt that for ourselves. So I hope that I could challenge you in taking only one hour this week to be able to incorporate a completely technologically free zone for yourself and then just see how it feels. And maybe it's something that you'll be able to increase as time goes on. And just like with building muscle mass, I believe that we build, we build this neurological endurance when it comes to being adverse to our technology. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.